0: Welcome to episode 89 of Talking Mopars. Today's episode is part one of the latest Facebook live stream replay from Friday night. I was joined by the motley crew of Mopars Johnny Mopar, Blake Anderman, and Matt Monroe. And we did as we always do. We had some laughs, told some stories, but most importantly, we talked Mopars. We even had our buddy Irvin stop in and hang out with us for a little bit. It was a good time as always. So without further ado, if you are a Mopar enthusiast, then you are in the right place. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned in to the best Mopar enthusiast-driven podcast on planet Earth, and I am your host Chris Albrecht, better known as the Mopar Hunter, and this is Talking Mopars, Direct Connections, live.
1: You're listening to Talking Mopars with the Mopar Hunter, your direct connection to all things Mopar.
2: <laughs> yeah, quick catch up, guys. I won't be able to stay the whole time. I am way behind on work, so I feel I you Hang know. out, hang out with my buds for a little while.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, this was super last minute. Anyway, I didn't give you guys enough notice, and I would. Uh, okay. uh, it's always tough on Fridays. Like I feel like it would be better on Saturdays, but then I feel like a jerk taking time away from people's families. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, so but
1: this, but? this time of night, everybody in my house yeah. is in bed. <laughs>
0: look at the DIY Hemi office. That thing is, thing is, Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, look at that. Wow. I'm assuming there's coffee in that mug. Blake.
2: Yeah, it's co- Oh, it's gotta be coffee this time. Last time I fell asleep <laughs> on you guys.
1: Oh, I dozed off.
2: <laughs> well, for me
1: and Matt, it's it's just a little bit difficult. You know,
2: we're like, we're dad buying yeah. it over here. We you know, right. and then it's like, we hit that
1: midnight 1 AM. We're like, Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh I, I'm sorry guys. I'll have to move to Texas or something and we can ease the the pain yeah. and suffering.
1: <laughs> Let's do it. Move, you, don't know, move on over.
0: I know. I, I don't know what Johnny's excuse is. He's not here. He's not falling asleep. What's going on? Johnny, where are you at?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh well, we are we are live once again, folks. Another edition of Talking Mopars, Direct Connections Live with the Motley crew of Mopars. Just here on a fr- on a Friday night, just, just shooting the you-know-what. You know what I mean? <clears throat> um, what is I, the you-know-what? The you-know-what is Mopars. <laughs> you know what I mean? There you go. <laughs> I, I have to be careful when I – so YouTube has been – booting all my videos because of my intro so now i have to edit (laughs) my intro out of the videos which is being a pain but uh it's the music i'm having issues yeah i'm having issues with the music and i have full rights to it (laughs) so i don't know what the problem is and youtube won't 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 reply to my emails so i'm uh debating Hmm. on debating on how to go about doing it but you know it is what it is. What time is it? We're two minutes in. <clears throat> See, we got a bunch of bunch of people showing up. Let's uh let's go ahead and launch this thing. If you are a Mopar enthusiast, then you are in the right place. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the best Mopar enthusiast-driven podcast on planet Earth. I am your host, Chris Albrecht. That's Matt Monroe, and that is Blake Anderman. And this is Talking Mopars Direct Connections live. Gentlemen, we are back. Oh, I see Tad's in the chat. David's in the chat. Tyler, what's up, buddy? Um Tad, I will be posting a link in the comments here in just a little bit. I want to make sure that my connection's good because I've had internet problems all day. Um Richard, oh, we already got questions. All right. (laughs) In your opinion, what's the best front shocks for a an A-body street machine? uh it's a, an a-body street machine if you're going period correct i've seen on ebay factory mopar shocks so they're they're blue and they have the mopar the old school mopar logo on them i think that would be pretty cool um all the all the shocks on all my mopars have been blown out So <laughs> that's a great question um what uh what do you got running on the duster matt
1: uh i'm actually be running uh kybs on the front okay uh and then i haven't really decided what i'm going to do in the in the back yet that's what i run kybs yeah i mean they're good they have a lifetime warranty and you can pick them up at just about any parts store yeah are
2: they
1: are those fully adjustable or no no okay well some of them can be but the ones i'm running aren't yeah what's i mean what's let's define street machine though right yeah that's
2: i mean that's pretty broad i mean are we are we looking for something like uh i mean some people would see like a pro touring car like a street car or some people think like uh like old school pro street maybe like a a car set up for drag just old school muscle Um, yeah i think that really depends right
0: yeah every every time every time i hear the word street machine i imagine hijackers in the back (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I yeah. when I when I think street machine. I that's what I think. So I mean, I guess it really depends. Like Blake said, on on what your setup's going to be. You know what I mean?
1: Well, it looks like it's a sixty-five Valiant with a three-sixty police interceptor and Sure Grip. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're talking drag.
2: I would say, yeah, do like just some standard KYBs and do like uh just old uh. Six-cylinder torsion bars, like you know, something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the the front torsion bars, where it's uh, it's pretty soft, so you get good weight transfer to the rear. And then your shock, you want something with uh, a little bit stiffer uh, compression, so that way, like as it's coming down, it's you know, it, it's slow on compression, but you know, rebounds a little bit looser. So, I mean, just like some base KYBs, really should be good.
1: Yeah, shouldn't be yeah. anything too crazy. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, Big Block, Big Block, those aren't too expensive, are they? No, <laughs> you would know, really right? not bad.
1: <laughs> oh. I, well, I try uh, to spend little where I need to and then spend a lot where I want to. Oh, no. You're talking <laughs> to the king of cheap right
0: here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I hope that answered your question, Richard. Um, if it didn't, feel free to ask some more. Mark, what's up, buddy? Roy, what's up? A bud mac is in the house but i'll be posting a link to the chat here in just a few minutes <clears throat> harold waving from wisconsin what's up david kyle kyle what's up buddy chris says anything works that's for you richard i i suppose i mean depending on how crazy if this just a street car i mean just throw whatever you got to throw in there that's not the factory worn out stuff right yeah that's right <laughs> Tyler says, Gabriel hijackers. Yeah, for the rear. <laughs> I, uh, my dad hates air shocks. He, used to, he told me this story about um, he was on I-5 racing a, I think he said, a Lincoln and an old Stingray. And his dart had air shocks. And he said at 125 miles an hour, the thing got scary. I was like, yeah. He says they just bounce all over the road. Cause every time I told him I wanted to put air shocks on all my Mopars, he was like, uh, I don't know. And then he told me that story. And I was like, dad, I'm not going to be driving around 120 back in the seventies. You could probably get away with that nowadays. no, you got the birds in the sky and uh, cops everywhere, but that's why I guess I should announce right now that I have partnered with a company that sells radar detectors, but I'm waiting, I'm waiting on uh uh, sample product so I can test it out. <laughs> um, so I'll be rolling out some information on uh, the three different companies that I've partnered with because it's been a long time coming and it's about time. But uh, I'm pretty excited. I think it's all cool stuff because, like I, I've said this before, you know, you're not going to see boner pills on talking Mopars. You're not going to see, you know, mattresses or anything like that. I, I want it to be all automotive-related products. So that's what we're aiming for and i think i've locked in a couple of good ones but like i said i gotta i gotta test the products first you know what i mean i can't be pushing a radar detector if it's gonna still get me tickets <laughs> you know um mm-hmm. but uh do either of you guys run radar detectors um
1: i don't but yeah. i mean nothing more yeah they're kind of few and I far between to. few and far between around here you can yeah. know, spot spot them sitting a ways off yeah see around I, here
0: I, they're sneaky <laughs> yeah.
1: I just ways, man, I'm a ways. I
2: just, even if I know where I'm going, you just put it on and uh, you get the notification as you're going down the road, Uh, especially if I'm on a road trip going longer distances.
1: Um, That has saved my bacon a million times. (laughs) Uh, Well, with me being from Arkansas, I want to do the bandit run really bad, but I I want to do it in the duster.
3: (laughs) Is that, Is that like the cannonball bandit? run
1: or something? Well, it's like the run from smoking to bandit. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. like the legitimate bandit run. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I want to yeah. do the bandit run. That would be badass. That would be cool. Well,
2: it goes down to Atlanta. Here's
1: uh, it. yes. Yeah. Yep. Like I need to, I need to look up the mapping. I had it all mapped out once. Cause you got to use some of the old roads. Cause they've updated the highway system since then, but mm-hmm. obviously, but yeah. Uh, Cause He passed through Fayetteville, which is like 45 minutes from me mm-hmm. at one point. So I got to figure it out, map it back out. But yeah, I want to make the bandit run. That's cool.
0: That sounds like good YouTube content.
1: Oh, yeah. I've
2: read, I've read about it in the past, but uh, I didn't, I, and I knew it was still going on. Huh? But I guess maybe the coverage of it hasn't been as much in, as it has been in previous years.
1: I think I a lot think of guys started actually getting into trouble for posting the, yeah, Atlanta Tech's Arcana. Thank you, Richard Scott. Um, but uh, they were actually they were actually getting tickets post event because they were posting their speeds and everything. Oh wow! Is what is one thing I heard, but I don't know how factual that could be. But um, so well, but I'm gonna do my homework on. yeah, I want to do the Bandit Run really bad. That would be very badass. <laughs> that would be cool. Let's all get together and do it. Absolutely. Who wants to be, who <laughs> wants to be snowman?
0: uh i have a cdl i will i will find a truck and we will make this happen <laughs> i need to find a load of beer though so <laughs> we will we'll figure that one out johnny yeah. mopar is in the house what? Johnny. Mopar. Hey, what's johnny. up buddy
3: what's up guys what's up, what's up man <laughs> i know i know i was lagging I figured That's Chris a- will probably never – he won't start for another 20 minutes. So,
0: <laughs> I'm late all the time.
3: <laughs> exactly. Oh, gosh. I just decided to be late the one time you're on time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's run through this chat really quick, and then we'll get updated on everybody's projects and all the fun stuff going on behind the scenes. Um, so I think we got Richard his answer um bud says he probably can't join but he'll listen and watch for a bit that's fine bud um if you change your mind the link will be in the chat here shortly stevie mopar all the way i I actually work with stevie what's up buddy he's got a, a nice dodge ram david working on the car tonight cool listening to talking mopars i like it kyle who is a local friend of mine says the rear cross member isn't meant to support the weight of the car by air shocks. Eh, fuck it. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> uh, I'm more of a flash instead of function guy,
2: <laughs>
0: which is awful, but that's all right. <laughs> Mark, another local friend of mine, no boner pills. Sorry, buddy. No, uh, unless they're willing to send me a, a pallet of them to try out, then maybe we'll talk. But for now, No. Harold, Harold says the Escort Max 360 mirror mounted here. It's funny that you say Escort because that may be the company. I don't know. I'll I'll let you guys know uh, as soon as I get one and test it out. But Harold, if you can let us know uh, how you like the Escort Max 360, that would be great. I will use that in uh, future discussions. Um, M St. George says what's up guys stockish wiring harness op- opinions for 69 dart side road. Oh that's side road. What's up buddy? Stockish wiring harness options. Um I used in my in my blue 76 Dodge truck the D100 um on air ride. I got a quick wire um uh wire kit for it and it was it was really easy. It came with <laughs> idiot directions for someone like me um i also had a colored um wiring diagram so that really helped but uh a painless i've heard is good i mean take your pick i've heard uh, ron francis is really good for mopar stuff i've heard that but um I mean,
2: got...
0: yeah yeah blake's yeah. blake's really the guy to ask about wiring stuff yeah.
2: <laughs> so no, <laughs> i mean M and H. it just depends. You know, if you want factory, this most simplistic, just plug it in and go and it's pretty much identical to factory. Uh h makes a really good product. Um, there the most common place people buy them from is uh, year one. Um, but a little bit of advice I've learned from like the A-body forums and the e-body forums is go um, go to year one around uh, the holidays because they have a huge sale. It's like, it's 40% off on those harnesses. So you're really get a good deal on them. Um, but if you want something for like, you know, extra circuits, you're adding stereos, power windows and all that stuff. then I would definitely look into like the painless and stuff, you know, some of the more modern harnesses they're designed for a little bit more average.
0: Yeah, and they do have bass. They, they do have uh basic kits. So you can get yeah. like a, a cheaper basic one if, if you don't want to run all the um, extra add-ons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris says, any advice for a 73, 340 block looking to do later cylinder heads from a 69 to 71, 340 or aluminum heads? What do you guys recommend? I mean, yeah. I, I, I would say aluminum because uh, have you seen yeah. the prices of X heads? They're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, you might as well just go aluminum. Um,
3: yeah, I mean, they're they're so cheap. I mean, to, to take a stock set of heads and have them gone through, I mean, you're going to be <laughs> like around 800, 900, maybe even a 1,000 bucks. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're at least halfway there for a set of aluminum heads that are going to already flow a lot better than cast iron heads. Yeah, so. yeah. I would just go straight to aluminum unless you're doing like a restoration type build then i would put cast iron x heads or something like that you know
0: one of my buddies did something really cool he got a 71 cuda in winchester gray and um i think it had a a 383 in it Uh, i could be wrong but he put aluminum heads on it but he wanted it to look factory so so he got these aluminum heads and just painted them and when you look at the engine it's like oh that it looks pretty factory but you know if you're a detail person you could see oh there was those are aftermarket cylinder heads i thought it was pretty cool um trick flow has some heads they've been out for a while for small block mopars. Mm-hmm. i heard those are really good but i have no experience with aftermarket aluminum heads for any of mine um as of right now <laughs> bud mac got your got your stickers johnny yeah, and i, I did i did too i did too right. i'm debating i i've been meaning to say that um I'm debating on where to put them. <laughs> like, I, I wish the van was on the road. I really want to sticker the hell out of that van. <laughs> I have, I have some back pretty windows. funny ones
1: right now. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's got a giant back window, so
1: there you go. It's gonna.
0: There's enough room for my certified shitbox box sticker that I got. I got, I got one of those. That'll be fun.
2: <laughs>
0: on a brown van. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. It's the shitbox. box. Appropriate.
2: It's yeah. appropriate. <laughs> very
0: appropriate. It's my term of endearment for that thing. Derek, happy Friday, buddy. Kevin, happy how many Friday. how many Mopars have you folks owned? You might want to ask Johnny Mopar that question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, we don't you know, have, have all night. <laughs> I
3: have no idea. I have no idea. I I did start writing them down one time. Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say fifty ish. There's a guy at work that actually he's a Chevy guy, and he's he's gone through a ton of Chevys, and he's over a hundred. He's had over a hundred. He's a little older than me, so he's had more time. But. <laughs> but yeah, I've had a lot. Maybe someday I'll sit down and write them all down if I can remember them all.
0: That would be amazing.
3: <laughs> wow. right?
0: I, I yeah, I've had a handful. <laughs> I, I wish I had more money. I would have more.
3: <laughs> That's why you got to start back in the '90s when they were cheap. And you can buy a whole. Yeah, bunch I- of them.
0: I wish I tried to get my dad to buy Mopars back then, but he just wasn't into it. <laughs> I don't know. So dad, if you're ever listening, you blew it. We, every time I talk to my dad, cause my dad's actually been coming over. I, I think he likes working on the boogie van because he built his van. So he's yeah. like reliving his youth. And he's telling me every time he comes over, he's like, man, I should have never sold the Dart. And then like two minutes later, he's like, I should have never sold my van. <laughs> and then he's like, I should have never sold my Daytona. And I'm like, yeah, well. <laughs> you know so now i'm trying to make up for lost time you know i had the dart got old got the van i'm really digging this van dudes i like yeah. this van it's almost sickening how much i enjoy working on this van
3: <laughs> that's cool did you did you happen to see all the pictures i posted on facebook from uh the what was that the inland mopars car show uh I th- did
0: you post some long. vans
3: there was a van in there this guy look again. who was at least my age maybe older who said that his dad bought the van when uh, – bought it original, like he was the original owner on it. And when he was a kid, he helped his dad build the van. And the thing was just totally decked out, had murals on the side of like, you know, deers in the forest type of thing, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, it was like way over the top. But it was cool. It's still rolling, and it looked mint. I mean, it was wow. in great condition. Yeah, it's been garaged its whole life. It's kind wow. of – it's trippy that somebody actually – bought a van and like kept it and took care of it like if it was a Superbird or something you know this whole time so see that's yeah, bad cool.
0: my dad's that type of he buys stuff and never drives the shit so had he <laughs> had he kept his mopars they'd probably be in the garage just collecting dust so unfortunately mm-hmm. that's not the case uh mine is a pile of shit <laughs> i would be the first to admit that um but it's my pile of shit and it's paid for and actually the title is right over here <clears throat> so nice. i'm very proud of that <laughs> uh gosh what are, what did we miss these chat the problem with these chats is they roll so fast um
3: yeah i was trying to catch up on i'll let you go through it then instead of uh me trying i'm to almost a, through it
0: i i always feel bad because i feel like at the very end through them really quick and i, I want to kind of sp- you know not that much pressure on yeah just a little bit harold my escort max 360 works great however if you're hit with laser you're screwed k and ka bands great warning time okay yeah see i've heard about the lasers i've heard with lasers they just sit there and then it's click you're done so you have no idea that it's going to hit you (laughs) um
2: around around here there are a lot of lasers
0: yeah yeah that's 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 a tough one um around here they get a little tricky they'll uh they have sneaker cars, so they have unmarked police cars. Um, they, I've seen them in a Volvo. I was like, what the hell is this? I saw a Volvo pulled someone over. They get creative over here. It's nuts. Um, but they also like to hide on on-ramps. So like on bikes, like they'll sit on their motorcycle and wait for people to fly past, and then they're on the on-ramp, so they'll just get on it, get after them. So radar detectors are, are good for like long highway runs, I think. But in the city, mm, it gets a little sketchy, but we'll find out. I'm going to get one in my hands. Uh, I'm gonna try to convince them to send me the best one they got, and we're gonna put it to the test.
2: <laughs> nice. Kevin
0: says uh, I own. Huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. John. Go ahead. Uh, no. Kevin says he's owned 48 and never owned anything but Mopar. Awesome, dude. Um, nice. How many do you own now? That's the that's the real trick. I hate hearing stories about the ones that get away because it makes me feel bad. I get anxiety. I'm like, oh god, you know, especially with the crazy ones like. You know, the stories about people with super birds and things like that, that they let get away. It's like, oh, and they're like, oh, I sold it for four, four or five grand.
3: Oh, so that, so I think I've told you guys, I started a new position at my work, right? Yeah. Yeah. Guess who's in that new group? The
0: Superbird guy.
3: The Superbird guy. And he's been pretty chummy. He's been coming around lately and talking. Really? But, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's looking like he is not he's not going to be a seller. He's actually talking about, he was asking me if I knew anybody that could fix the nose on it. Cause it has some damage to it. And he's, he showed me pictures of it off the car. And I'm like, yeah, I got a couple of people that could probably fix it with no issue, you know? And then he was talking about the motor and he was like, yeah, I was thinking about putting a Hemi in it and stuff. And I'm like, man, if you're gonna, if you have money to buy a Hemi, then you're probably going to want way more than I can afford for this car. So I I think it's off the table guys, but has
0: uh, he talked, has he talked money, Johnny?
3: I mean, he has not, he has not, but I've told him, I've told him like, Hey, I'm doing this YouTube channel thing. You know, let me come over and film the car and stuff. And he was kind of like, well, he's like, yeah, that sounds cool. And then he, and then I said, what are you doing this weekend? And he goes, uh i I can't do it this weekend and like mm. he knew I didn't even mention the car, but I just asked, what are you doing this weekend? He knew where I was going and he's like, no, oh, I got a whole bunch of stuff on the car and there's like Christmas stuff laying on the car. He's like people are uh. probably get mad <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, so what dude it's like a barn fine, you know it, it's in a That's garage it. it'll be a garage fine, but it it's like who cares? I think people like that kind of stuff. They like seeing a I car mean, like that, a bunch of junk on it.
1: All this over there, if I could point right, yeah. <laughs>
3: I can relate with yeah. that guy. Yeah, see? See that guy? Or, uh,
1: you know, <laughs> the,
3: the, the corner I am in your, uh, your view. But yeah, it's like throwing me off. I'm like,
0: uh... <laughs> Johnny, I have, a, I, have an Id- I have an idea for you. Monday morning, you go in there. You go, hey man, I talked to my buddy, um i was talking to him about the nose cone on the superbird he said he, uh, he had to fix it no problem at all Fifty it it'll be perfect and i also got a guy that has a hemi 75 grand he, you'll have that thing on the road in no time and then he's right. gonna be like oh shit and then you'd be like you or you can just, can just sell it to me for like
3: 500 bucks and we could just yeah. be over it. you know yeah i don't think that's gonna work
0: uh. I don't think maybe, so either.
3: <laughs> maybe 20 years ago it might have, but I don't know. Even 20 years ago when I when I first heard about the car and first knew him, Gosh. even then he he was not – he didn't want to sell it. He was going to fix it up, but here we are 20 years wow. later. Wow. Nothing <laughs> happened, you know? Yeah. Some people may
0: – I mean, yeah. he, how how deep into Mopars is he? Does he know how much it would cost to get that car on the road? You know what I mean?
3: Uh I think he knows it's going to cost some coin and I think that's sure. why he won't do it. Um he dude he's he's a little eccentric. He's just a little off. He's like okay. a, he's an engineer type of guy, right? It, it, which totally makes sense when you go back to the 70s, early 70s, it's like Who's the kind of guy that's gonna buy Superbird? Like all the cool guys were like, "No, fuck that. That thing is <laughs> looks ridiculous." Uh, right? Uh, they're buying like A12 cars, and right, they're buying all this bitching cars. That car is a little off in left field. But the engineer type of guy, the guy's like, "Like man, look at the aerodynamics of that car. <laughs> this thing can go 200 miles an hour." Blah blah blah. This is the kind of guy that would buy that car and he, he's had it he said he what did he have it up to 180 miles an hour or some shit like that is what he was telling me and yeah he's done some crazy stuff in this car he bought it uh, i think he said he bought it in 76 or 78 somewhere in there so the car has already gone through i think he bought it from the original owner but i'm not sure but when he bought the car i don't know what he paid for it but it was probably nothing i mean he's told me about doing donuts in the car and he's like yeah me and a buddy were we're getting on this on-ramp where it kind of curved down and we're hauling ass. he's hauling so much ass that his buddy like slid over in the seat and like ran into him right i mean i don't i don't know how fast he's going but he was basically like racing a corvette getting on the freeway and he said by the time he got down on the freeway and was looking back it was like Where'd the Corvette go? It's gone. He just (laughs) wasted it, you know? So, Yeah, he beat on this thing. He beat on it like it was a car. He didn't, I mean, it wasn't worth anything when he got it, and he was thrashing on it, but, you know, Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool. It
0: it just, it blows my mind to think that, in 1970, they had a hard time selling those things. In 71, there were some brand new ones still on the lot. So much yeah. so that they were starting to take the nose cone and wings off the cars. Uh, yeah. That that blows my mind because I'm the asshole that would have been like, hey, how much for the one with the wing in the back row? <laughs> like, come on, man. Give me the so, most um, obnoxious one you got.
3: <laughs> there, There's a website, and I think it's uh, – I don't know if it's called Cars and Barns or something like that. I, I haven't gone on it in – of quite a few years but on there was a white super bird and it was it had a nose uh it had a roadrunner 70 roadrunner nose on the car and the wing was gone on this thing and you could tell it's all original you know the car is like unmolested stock original mm-hmm. And on the on the a pillars it's got the chrome pieces those chrome covers on it and then the back window it's got the plug in it and the window is more you know, smooth. It's not the typical Roadrunner, like the W window, you know? So you could tell this car was a Superbird, but if you just glance at the car, you never know. just looks like another Roadrunner, you know? Mm -hmm. But it was, like, in the flesh, and I'm sure that that was a dealership that did that. I'm sure it wasn't, because the pictures looked like you know maybe 80s or 90s like it happened a long time ago like this car was documented you know just sitting somewhere and somebody took pictures of it somebody had them and posted them you know
0: that's insane
3: way cool these days we're trying to clone that (laughs) right i mean if you own that car what would you do would you go full super bird or would you leave it looking like a roadrunner that you know a super bird that got turned into a roadrunner because that's an interesting story to tell it at is. a car show it right there's yeah. just a super bird everybody go like yeah so what there's five of them here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh gosh
0: that's a that's a tough one that would hurt my feelings if i went to go look at a 70 roadrunner and i'm like wait a yeah. second this used to be a super <laughs> but then i'd you know, obviously try to figure out how much the guy wanted for it, but that is, yeah. it just blows my mind that to, in today's market, we're trying to convert satellites and Belvedere's, you know, yeah. to super birds. Yeah. Back then yeah. they're like, get rid of this stupid nose cone and this ugly ass wing, get rid of it. <laughs> like,
2: yeah. So uh, I read a, I read an article a while back, this was probably several years ago, about a wing car to a dealership that same store, they could not get rid of it. I think it was a red car, I'm not sure. Or you know, one of the racier colors, you know. And the story went along the lines of they had the car, they couldn't sell it, so they basically shoved it off like in a corner. I think it might have been like on the second floor of the dealership building. Somehow they shoved this car off in the corner, and they forgot about it for years.
1: Was like, it, it, it was a Charger? A kind
2: of 66 Charger? No, I am not certain. I thought it was a wing car. And like, they, I mean, it was like years later, they were like, oh yeah, that's still back here. And it was never titled literally wow. in the back of the dealership.
3: Okay. Wow. Now there's a similar story like that in Mopar collectors guy a long time mm-hmm. ago, and it was a 66 charger. And this lady went in there one, she wanted a 426 Hemi. It was the first year. They put street HEMIs in cars, right? All mm-hmm. the previous ones were race cars. And she's like, "I I want a, a Hemi." And the dealer the dealer the salesman is like, "No, nah, you don't you don't want a Hemi because it's they're temperamental, all these problems. All right. Like you you want a three eighty three car, you know?" And she's like, "Nope."
0: Do we lose Johnny? I
2: think we lost him.
0: My connection's going out, I've noticed. Johnny, are you there, Johnny? Or is he is he cliffhanging up on purpose? <laughs> He's like, yeah, and then the little... <laughs> okay. Johnny, come back, dude. There you have it, my friends. Another episode of Talking Mopar's Direct Connections Live is in the books that was part one few more parts to go we started having some technical difficulties so i thought it would be a decent spot to cut off and get back to you guys next week so for everything you need to know about the podcast please visit talkingmopars.com and don't forget that you can send me your mopar stories questions comments concerns complaints and everything else on your mopar addicted mind to chris at talkingmopars.com or you can leave me a voicemail on my voicemail box at 209 28 Mopar, and I will play your message on the show. Also, if you enjoy this show and you would like to show your support, there are a couple ways you can do it. One way is by picking up some Talking Mopars merchandise at the Talking Mopar's merch shop, which you can find on talkingmopars.com, or by becoming a supporter through my Facebook page. Find me on social media by searching for at Talking Mopar's Podcast, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel by searching for Talking Mopars Podcast. That's it, my friends. Until we talk again, I am your host, Chris Albrecht, and that was Talking Mopar's Direct Connections, live.
1: Thank you for listening to Talking Mopar's, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Until next time, remember, no Mopar left behind.